Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in the First Love Church, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Upon you. Behold the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness cover the people but the Lord shall
Two and four. Okay. Lift up your two hands and shout in tongues for one minute. I said shout in tongues. Shout in tongues. Thank you, Jesus. Speak it. Shout in tongues. Shout in the language. Shout in it. Speak it. Speak it. Declare it. Don't be left out. Speak it. Shout in tongues. Kaba shiba kata yaba bika pata. Papaleishtaya. Papaleishtaya. Kabago, 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 kabago. Makapata satasaya. Shout in tongues. Shout in prayer. Maya dabado. Yabakabada. 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 Makapatala bakapaya. Malo mizende. Malo mideta. Malo migefa. Malo minodoste. Namastia. 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 Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Speak it. Speak it. Speak it. Speak it. Kapato Shapataya. Malu Zemana. Malu Mesada. Piso Tata Lava Tima Sota. Palide Este. Palide Este. Yavana, Baraba, 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 Baraba. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. We honor your name. We give you thanks. We give you praise. We thank you, Lord, for this blessed opportunity, Lord. We thank you for saving us, calling us, choosing us, Lord, blessing us, Lord, planting us in your house, Lord. We give you praise for all these. Thank you for the house that you've given us, Lord, to see you, to hear from you, and to receive from you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for the blessing you have in store for us, Lord. Bless us, O God. May we be blessed, Lord. May we be blessed, O God. May we leave this place victorious. Thank you for your great grace that is abounding on us. I give you praise. I give you thanks. In Christ Jesus' name. And everybody shouted, Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Hallelujah. Second Kings chapter 2. We are sharing on, what are we talking about? Army of hard followers. 
Yes, army of hard followers. Some of you want to become hard followers. Hard. Or you want to be soft followers. Slow followers. Dull followers. Absent-minded followers. What about blind followers? Or deaf followers? Hard followers. Hard. 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 Following until you achieve the thing that you are following after. Well, Second Kings chapter 2, the Bible says that it came to pass when the Lord would take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. Beautiful. And Elijah said unto Elisha, Tarry here, I pray thee, for the Lord has sent me to Bethel. And Elisha said unto him, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. So they went down to Bethel. This is a hard follower. He doesn't give up because things are changing. Circumstances are changing. The program is changing. The timetable is changing. Things, are, things look a little different from what it's supposed to be. He's not giving up. Verse 3. And the sons of the prophets that when at Bethel came forth to Elisha and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Lord, thy, the Lord will take away thy master from thy head today? And he said, Yea, I know it. Hold ye your peace. And Elijah said unto him, Elisha, tarry here, I pray thee, for the Lord has sent me to Jericho. And he said, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. So they came to Jericho. Hallelujah. And the sons of the prophets that were at Jericho came to Elisha and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Lord will take away thy master from thy head today? And he answered it. He answered, Yea, I know it. Hold ye your peace. Are you feeling a hard follower here? That things are changing, but he's not changing. He's not giving up. Things are changing. But he's, he's, if, if he changes, he's ready to change. He's ready to adapt. He's flowing strongly, determined that there's something I want. So even if, even if I, have to, I have to write four exams before I'm appointed as a pastor, and then it's changed to six, it's like I'll do it. Uh, it it's, it's, there's no problem. Either I've done four before, and then now a new system has come. Now you have to do seven. You have to do it all over again. He said, no problem. No problem. No problem. This is what I want. Is it still going to take me to the same place? Then I'll do it. I've done four already. Now they say that system is old. I should do seven. Hey, no problem. No problem. I'll do the seven. I'll do the seven. That's, that, is, that, is, that is a hard follower. You can't throw him off. You can't put him off. You can't make him feel. He would, he would never feel and he would never feel that love. Enough. I've been around too long. I've done all these things before. Every time when he's just about to get this, and then this changes, he says, he say, look, no problem. We are going to Bethel. Let's go. We are going to Jericho. Let's go. You, th- you say now is Jericho. It's to Jericho we go. It's to Jericho we go. Verse 6. Then Elijah said unto him, Tarry. The person we are going to Jericho, now he's changed. He's going to tell him, he's going to give another agenda. Another, another plan. I'll show you a good example of a hard follower. 
He said, the Lord has sent me to Jordan. And he said, as the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. And they too went on. They didn't change. He didn't change. He wasn't offended. He wasn't affected. We have, we have bishops today. You see, we have, we have bishops today who, when they were ordained as reverends, were deordained. Do you understand? Deordained. Everybody is calling you reverend. They suddenly we tell you that no, you are no longer a reverend. And they accepted it. And they stayed in the church from reverend back to pastor. You're not reverend. 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 Reverend, yes. Reverend and Lady Reverend. LR. And Rev. Yes. They were, they, they were, there, they were there one afternoon. They were just called. You are no more. You are no more. I mean, that's it. It's a decision. They said, no problem. We are going to Jordan. No problem. To Jordan. To Jordan. Today they are bishops. Mm-hmm. Hard followers. Hard. 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 There are people that it's, it's almost impossible to lead them. When you are leading them, you are even afraid to make decisions. You can't make decisions. You can't change things. It's like, it's like you are not, it's like, it's like as a leader, you're not, you're not even allowed to make a mistake. You make a mistake and you come back and say that, you know, it looks like this thing was a mistake. Can we change it to this? Hey, hey, hey. It's like, hey, hey. You'll be afraid. You'll be afraid. I mean, a church, I mean, this church is deeply even entrenched in the policy of even transfers. But there are some pastors that if you are not careful, you are afraid. You are afraid to even suggest to them that you have to move. Even though we know. We've known it for years and years. And years. It's like you can't. You can't. As soon as you think about it, I, I, I have to say to myself, I'm not, re- I'm not ready for a fight, so it's okay. I'm not ready for a fight. Because I know that if I press that button, I have to be prepared. I have to be like Rambo. For an, because it's going to be an all-out fight. I'm going to I have to be determined and strong. It's like, it's like, though I'm not strong, I have to act and pretend like I'm strong. Though I'm not wild, I have to act like, hey, if you do. Because they don't have the spirit of the heart follower. Yes. It's almost like, why are you disturbing me? Why are you worrying me? Why are you worrying me? In the same city, no transfer to omissions. Same city. Sometimes same barrel. Same barrel. From this corner to that corner. Like that. This. Look at Elisha. Look at Elisha. He said, hey, you said Gilgal. You said Bethel. No problem. We are going. From Bethel, he said Gilgal. Oh, no problem. It's not, it's not a problem. Jericho, not a problem. No, Jericho, Jericho is just down there. We'll go down there. Jericho is down there. We'll just go. So far. Then now the thing has become um, Jordan. He, said, he, said, he says to his master, no problem. Then he says to his, uh, uh, the prophets, the people who are in the school, the Bible school students. Yes. He said to them, look, quiet, quiet. I, I, I know. Hey, there's nothing you have to tell me. I know what you're about to say, and I am flowing fully. Fully. I'm going with it. I'm going with it. A heart follower, a heart follower. Look, 
he's not, he's not affected. He's not affected because he knows what he wants. He follows until he gets the thing, the thing that he satisfies. He said, this is why I'm there. Anyhow you turn me, I'm there. I'll get it. I'm coming. So there, he says, as I still live it. And they too went on. Then verse 7. And, and 50 men of the sons of the prophets went and stood, and stood to view afar off. And they too stood by. This time they didn't talk. And they too stood by the Jordan. Hmm. Then Elijah took his mantle, mantle and wrapped it together and smote the waters. And they were divided hither, hither, so that they too went over on dry ground. May you experience impossible things happening in your life. May impossible things become possible. And it came to pass when they were gone over that Elijah said to Elisha, you are tall. You are tall. What do you want? Because you look too determined. You look too determined. You look too focused. You look too stable. Nothing can blow you off. I've tried. I've tried to shake you off. You are not shaking off. I've tried. You see, even when someone makes a mistake, because there are mistakes, you also make mistakes. Don't you make mistakes? Ask your neighbor that don't you make mistakes. Don't you make mistakes. Ask them, don't you make mistakes. Are you asking them whether they make mistakes? Yes. Did you ask them, did you ask, ask them, have you made a mistake before? Have you made a mistake before? Ask them that, so why do you treat others as though you never make mistakes? Huh. You are tall. What shall I do for thee? Before I be taken away from thee. <laughs> I share Elisha was saying, he said, ah, this is the hour. I never thought you would ask this question. I never thought you would ask this question. This is the moment. Are you really asking me what do I want? Are you really asking me? It's like, it's like a young lady that her dream guy has taken her for, taken her for a meal. Every meal they go to, she has something in her head. It's today the day. It's today the day. You, the guys, you don't know. They tell their friends, we are going out. We are going out. Maybe today is the day. Maybe it is today. Maybe it's going to be today. But when it's your birthday, when it's your birthday, they go out. You see them texting from, I mean, they start trying the, the clothes on from 9 a.m. And they are meeting up at 7 p.m. He'll be trying. Then they'll take the picture. Then what do you think about this one? Then the friend will say, no, this one is not good enough. Try another one. They'll be trying. Hoping. And then they go. And then they eat. And then he leaves, he leaves, he, he leaves at the train station. So say this, they say, we'll see you tomorrow in church. And then the most annoying thing is when your friends start asking, how did it go? How did it go? Did he say it? Did he say it? 
say it? Did he ask? Or he didn't say anything at all? You mean he didn't say anything at all? Then your friend will say, don't worry, maybe he's planning, maybe it's Christmas. He'll do it at Christmas. Christmas dinner. Christmas time. You see the day he asked. Have you seen all of them? They do the same. They, they, they. <laughs> Meanwhile, they've been waiting for it to expect it. Like, because oh, they are so surprised. They are so surprised. Everybody. Re- One day. This new generation, you don't you don't understand proposals. Somebody, a couple, a couple, just a couple. Somebody and his thing. His thing, his thing, his thing, yes. His thingy. Uh-huh. His thing. Do you have this church? Married council is six months. They finished marriage counseling. They finished. Do you understand how they finished? Yes. They finished marriage counseling. And then he took her out. Rev Steve, you have to teach them more. They, they don't understand. They, 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 they are confused about proposal. And you have to teach them the thing properly. Huh? Yes. Then so, I mean, you finish marriage counseling. Do you understand? Then he takes her out to um, London somewhere. They say he's proposing, going on his knees. And then you should see her in the, in the, in the pictures. So, as, look, this, this time, they finished marriage counseling. So, this one, this one, we just said, we just said, hey, 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 we can't accept this bush behavior in the church. It's a bush behavior. Do you understand proposal? Do you know what it is? What are you doing? What are you doing? You've accepted a long time ago. You are now, you are now, standing, you are now standing at Tottenham Court Road doing... <laughs> first, agree that you are going on marriage council that's it, that's it. That, that is it there's nothing else to do there's nothing more to do stop this village behavior Feel for, they have finished marriage council they finished of six months you are now acting surprised I like I like the jerks when they just Excitement, shock. <laughs> but I me, mean, my wife didn't jump like that. She didn't jump and think. She didn't jump and skip or anything. She said, ah. she she's going to pray. I said, look at you. You got you. You're going to pray about what? You've been following me all this year. You're going to pray. What prayer? <laughs> what prayer? What prayer? What are you going to pray about? Ah. 
She didn't jump. That's why you tell her, tell her, please, when she comes, so she just jump for me. Okay? I've, not, I've not had that experience before. I just want to see it. Did you jump? You did jump. You just, you just said that, oh, all this, why? That, 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 why? <laughs> She didn't jump. <laughs> Trudy, please, when you go home today, please jump for us, okay? At least if I don't get a jump, I can share his own with him. Yes. If you don't jump, me too, I get mine, I can share it with him. So let's, at least, let's let me some jump. So you, you try this evening, jump. And then I can share. If I get the text, he has jumped. I'll just say, brother, I'm sharing in your joy. Sharing your joy. Enjoy it. Enjoy the jump. After six months, my counselor. You are now standing on Tottenham Court Road doing. No, no, that one there. We said, no, no, no. This one, we can't accept it. We can't accept it. Now, you people are spoiling the church. You are spoiling the church. You are behaving like villagers. You are spoiling the church. You are spoiling the church. You are spoiling it. We can't accept such stuff. Anyway, I'm talking about heart followers. Okay, I don't know how I got into this proposal stories. But I said, Elisha must have felt that way. That, ah, this has been my dream. That I will be asked, what do I want? What do I want? Like, I'll be asked, will you marry me? Not from anybody. You know how, you know, sisters, they can get very irritated when the wrong person asks them. Do you know? It's very, very annoying to them because that is not what they want. It's that their eyes, their eyes are on some guy. And then this this guy, especially if the person is short. <laughs> One day. Quiet. People, quiet, quiet. Look, I have, I have 30 minutes to preach and I'm going. You have to be quiet. Okay. I said one day, a certain sister, that this brother she doesn't like was chasing. Look, at the point she was becoming rude. I had to tell her that, look, sister, Sister, if you don't like, it's not a problem. Just don't be rude. Be humble. Because it's a blessing that somebody even likes you. I said, if I take this person out of the frame, is there any other person who, who even gets you angry? Is there any other person? I said, be humble. You don't have to like, but if you don't like, don't be proud. Don't be proud about it. Don't be proud. Don't be proud. Be humble. Don't use words like he's annoying. He's annoying. He's irritating. You, you, you haven't seen life before. Because your buttocks muscles are still firm. That's why you talk like that. You wait till it starts flowing like a river. When you need, when you need uh, 
Max and Spencer things to hold it up before you can go out. Today you can even go out without anything. And, and it's working. A table come, you can't go out without anything. No, it has to be something. It has, it has to be. It has to be under something. If it's not, you, can, you can't step out. You yourself, when you, when you start walking, you say there's something pulling you back. <laughs> I said, do not be proud. Sisters, do you understand? Don't be proud. Don't be proud. Be realistic. There aren't that many people, if anyone at all. There's, there's actually nobody. Yes. Apart from this annoyance. So even enjoy his annoyance. Enjoy it. Even enjoy it. Say, God, you've shown me great favor that somebody even thinks, somebody I don't like. Even likes me. Lord, I thank you. May the better one come. May the one that I like come, Lord. Yes. And do you know what the Bible says? The Bible says that in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Yes. So, don't make foolish decisions. Because sometimes when you are young, you can make foolish decisions. Ask, talk, talk to somebody to advise you and believe in advice. When you are advised, believe it. Believe it because, you see, there's something called current state delusions. CSDs. There's a delusion about every age and phase of life. You guys think that you're going to be this beautiful forever. And then also, and then also, what is of importance to you now? As you grow up, you say that it's not important. It's not important. You, you, you even want, I mean, God forbid, God forbid, but imagine, imagine you've crossed a certain age and you didn't get anybody. And then this annoying person has taken, no, he has taken somebody already and married and gone. And there you are sitting in your um, council flat alone. You see, there, listen, listen, listen. There you will discover that, ah, but why, why did I think he wasn't good enough? Why did I think he wasn't good enough? What is wrong with him? What, what, why, why did I think he's not good enough? You say he wanted tall person. Ask those who have tall people that, do, when was the last time they remembered the height? Ask them. Ask them. Ask them in the, high, in the house. That when was the last time it occurred to them? Ask them in the house. And then, are you listening to me? And then after, ask them another question that, what contribution does height make to the success of a marriage? Ask them that question as well. Ask them this. Ask them these questions. Yeah. 
You see, Bible says that. The Bible. Do you believe in the Bible? Are you sure you believe in the Bible? The Bible says that foolishness is bound in the heart of a child. Every young person comes with a portion of folly. Yes. And you need the rod of correction and counsel to untie and undo that foolishness from your heart. Yes. But some, some of people, when you are trying to take it out of their heart, then they, they, they are holding on to it. Yes. Yeah. Everybody, everybody is, you see, if, if you don't have counselors and advisors, you bound to make a mistake. You bound to make grave mistakes. Grave mistakes in your life as you are growing. Grave mistakes. Because you don't, you don't know much. You know, it's a child, you're a child. You're foolishness. There's foolishness there. There's foolishness. You have, you have, you have a, I mean, a considerable amount of foolishness and misbehavior. Yes. Ask the grown-ups. Ask them. Ask them what you are doing. They've done it before. Ask them. They'll tell you. A typical grown-up evangelist will tell you, if I knew, if I knew what you know today, hmm, I wouldn't have done certain things. Ask them. Anyway, Elisha, hard follower. Let's go back to Elisha. Yes, let's go back to Elisha. So, Elisha said, Elisha said, hey, I, mean, I, can imagine, I can imagine the joy in his heart and his mind. He said, ah, it's like today be today. He said, today God has done it again. Elisha said, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. That is double anointing. Double anointing. Double anointing. And then, Elijah said to him, he said, thou hast asked a hard thing. That's the point I want you to see. A hard thing. What you have asked is a difficult thing. Let that register. Let that register. It is not an easy thing to become anointed and to do well in the ministry, to excel in the ministry. It, let it register. Don't fight it. Don't fight it. It is a hard thing. It is difficult. So if that is what you are, it is difficult, but it's not impossible. It is possible. That's a bishop has written a book, Church Growth. It is possible. Yes, it is possible. So because you will see that some people have it. Some people have cracked it. They've cracked it and they've, they've entered. They've gone in. They are working in it. They are working, they are working in that oil and that anointing of growth and multiplying of the church. You see, the churches are multiplied. It multiplies by the week. It grows by the week. Yeah, it is an anointing. But it is a hard thing. Now, those who, those who don't have much regard for it don't have it. Those who are presumptuous don't have it. Those who are lazy also don't have it. This is my, the new demon I've discovered in church work that I've seen a lot of pastors and a lot of shepherds have is laziness. People are lazy. Yeah, people are lazy. People are super lazy. I mean, the, the level of laziness is actually amazing. People are lazy. People don't do anything. And they want results. Yeah, people are lazy, very, very lazy. 
anyway. Things will happen. But thank God, it's not an impossible thing. It's just hard. It's just a hard thing. It's just a hard thing. But it's possible. You will become anointed. So, in Psalm 63, and verse 8, he also says there, my soul followeth hard after thee. Thy right hand upholdeth me. It's like looking for God, searching for God. It's not something that you do by strolling and just by walking through. Then it's like I've got God and God is with me. His presence, anointing, power. This, no. He's saying that this is how he's going after God. Hard, hard, following hard, hard, hard with determination. Nothing breaking his focus. Hard, following hard after God. Hard after God. Hard. And you see, uh, those of you who are, who are young here, you are young, you can't deny it. You can't, you can't act like you are old. You can't pretend to, to be old. You are young, that's who you are. And that's what you are. With all the, all the blessings and all the challenges, that's who you are. But what you have to be determined about is that nothing should break your focus on searching for God and following after God. Yes. Mistakes, you are likely to make mistakes. Yes. I mean, on different levels and different severities. I mean, you, there'll be different types of issues that will come up in your life. But you have to be, you have to be someone who says to himself that I am following hard after God, hard after God. No matter what happens, no matter the change from Gilgal to Jericho, from here to Bethel, from this, that I am, it is God I'm looking for. It is God I'm looking for. You see, by the time they got to Jordan, when uh, Elijah was asking Elijah the question, Elijah wasn't saying that I'm tired. He didn't say, look, I'm tired, I'm tired, I want to go home. What do you want? I want to go home. Still, when he was asked, what do you want? He said, double portion. Double portion. Double portion. Double portion. Double. Sometimes some of you can't even wait for a beloved. Yes, you can't, you can't, you can't even wait for a beloved. You can't even wait for a beloved. It's like now you are tired. It's like he's wasting, he is wasting your time. You have time that is being wasted. Yeah. You see, he's wasting your time. He's been with you all this while. He's not saying anything. He's not, if he's not saying that, then you have a foolish friend who will tell you that. Go and ask him. Go and ask him. Go and ask him. One day, a certain brother said, because, oh, we're trying to ask him, that, oh, why? She said, nice person. She said, she, he said, the day, the day she asked me, she came to ask me, it's like, how? The thing. How? He said, that was the day. He's like, hey, who is this? Who is this? Who is this? He said, that was the day. He said, no more. And some of these melancholic brothers, don't joke with them more. Hey. You see, him, you see him cool like that, calm, dragging his feet, calculating everything. Like that. Don't, don't, 
don't joke with him. When he says, mm, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Don't joke with them. Don't joke with them. Yes. When you see a brother of a certain age who is single, most likely he's melancholic and picky and juicy and selective. So if you happen to fall into his net, wait. If you have something you don't like, you want to say, wait. Wait for us to stand here and say that I now pronounce that you are man and wife in the name of the father. They clap. Like that. Uh-huh. Then on your way, when we say that, we are filing out to go and take pictures. On your way, you can tell him that, look, your tie, adjust it. You can start your talking. Yes, you can start your talking then. Don't start talking too early. Hey. Start talking too early, he will say. He say, eh. Yeah. I've seen your tie before. That's what he'll be thinking, he said. I've seen your tie before. You are, coming, you are coming to mother me. I don't need a mother. Because by the time you meet him, he can cook. He can wash. He can clean. Even his apartment is neater than yours. <laughs> you are coming to give him instructions. Look, you people, today, today, I need to share with you about Becoming a hard follower of the word. Follow hard after the word. Because you've made a lot of noise, I have to divide this particular chapter into two. So, just give you a small dosage, and then we rise up and pray. And then, next time we meet, we have the second part, Okay. Following hard after the word. Respect it. Respect all the things. Don't take it lightly. Have great respect for the things of God. That it's not handed over to you on the silver platter. It's hard. And it's not impossible, but it's hard. It's hard. So do things correctly in the right way. Be prepared to make your sacrifices and everything you have to do to get. You saw Elijah following him, following Elijah like a lamb. Following as though he doesn't know what he's about. People in the Bible school were laughing at him. But I'm sure he was saying that if we are not serious, you, you, you'll be there. You be there and be asking me that, do I know that my Lord is being taken away? I know. But there's something that I want. I'm looking for something. My eyes are on something in particular. I'm really looking and searching for something. Hard. Hard follower. Hard follower. Not a passive follower. Not, 
I tried, it didn't work. Anything that you have tried and you say it didn't work, it means that you didn't follow it hard enough. Yes, because it works. It works. You haven't, you, you have, you haven't pursued it hard enough. Hard. Hard in order to achieve it or obtain it or to touch it. You haven't followed hard enough to even feel its presence. Feel. See, when you feel the presence, I'm close to the thing. I'm close to it. I'm close to it. I'll get to it. Hard. Hard following. So follow hard after the word. Now when it gets to the word, our approach about the word of God also has to change now. And we have to follow hard after the word of God. Hard. 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 Your chase after the word of God has to be hard. Not easy. Not relaxed. Not in your spare time. Not in five minutes. Not even in an hour. Yeah. You see, the other day, I can't remember who I was telling, but I feel like I've said it somewhere before. That I sat in my room. I sat in an armchair. I sat in an armchair. And I listened to one message. One message. Not a lot of message. One single message like that. It's on repeat. Video. I sat there behind it. One single message. From morning. From morning. Morning. I don't want to tell you the time of the morning. From morning. But it was morning. Till evening. I sat down. I sat down like that. I sat down. And I said, I've got to get this thing. I have to get it. From morning, I'm telling you, morning. By the time I was going to bed, I was sleeping. It was the next day. And I said, I have to sleep. I'm going to sleep now. I sat down. I was sitting in an armchair facing a screen. From morning, <laughs> very little movement. If I move from here to here, then I come back. Yeah. You say, somebody will say, I've listened to podcasts. I've got podcasts. Pod, pod, podcasts. I'm into podcasts. I'm listening to podcasts. And it's working. I've heard the message. Have you, have you heard Sunday's message? Did you see that? The revival, the revival. The revival. Oh, did you, did you watch the Andre Couch concert? Oh, the revival, Andre Couch concert, which was very, very powerful. Then that's it. That's it. No. 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 We can do better. So, number one, first thing in becoming a hard follower of the word. So, the first part is become a hard follower of the word. Now, becoming a hard follower of the word. Following hard after the word is to follow hard after the milk of the word. Hebrews 5, 12. Follow hard after the milk. Milk is easy to drink, isn't it? Yes. Easy to drink, easy to swallow. It's gone down. Quickly, it's gone down. For when for, when for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God. And I've become such as have need of milk. 
So there is the milk of the word. First Peter 2.2. 2. There is the milk. Easy word, easy swallowing. As newborn babes, these are the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. So you need the milk. It's not like milk is not important. You need the milk. But you can't stay at milk level forever. You can't be drinking milk forever. I don't know what, what it is now. But babies, I think they, used to, they supply free milk. Do they supply free milk? Those of you are having babies. Not now. They stopped a long time ago. It's a long time since I had a baby. Yes. My last born is an adult. Yes. Yes. She tells me she's a woman. And I tell you, if you're, if you're, if you're a woman, pay your things for yourself. Yes. Yes. The point I was going to make was that when they are give, when they, they used to give, he said they used to give, they stopped giving. Okay, those who are still giving birth. <laughs> okay, they used to give it up to a certain age. Then it's like after this age, it's like milk is not so necessary for the child. It's not so necessary. It's like it is supplied up to that age where they believe that it is important for you to have milk, for the child to have a regular supply of milk. Then after that age. It's like, it's not important. If you want, you can buy. Okay, but it's not important. It's not necessary. There's nothing to do and nothing to give. So you, you need the milk, which is easy and nice to swallow. But after, after that point, you need now to move on. You move on. You move on from milk. You follow the milk. You see, that's why we can ask you certain verses. God you said in verse, do you know John 3, 16? Do you know what John 1, 12? Do you know this? You see, we, got, we ask you verse. These, these are like milky verses. Yes, milky verses. Milky verses, milky verses. We ask you, can you witness to somebody? Can you tell somebody to give his life to Christ? It's like, it's like there are some basic things that you know. If you're a Christian, if you're a shepherd, if you're a basenta leader, there are some things that you, sh- you just know. You just know it. You just know it just comes. Because you've drunk, you've drunk that milk enough to have, to have whatever, whatever you need to be developed in your life, to have developed. You have it enough. It is there. It is there. I met a brother once. I only met him outside here Sunday morning. And he had a pint of milk that he was drinking pint with cookies. He had cookies. Cookies in his left hand and a, and, a, and a pint of milk in his right hand. In the bottle. Drink. So I said to him, brother, brother, you are harming yourself. I know you, you think it feels cool and nice that you drink milk every day. But can you see where the milk is collecting on your body? Because he was overweight. He was overweight for his age. So I was telling him that, look, it's a dangerous thing. Now, now you are walking into danger. 
That's why when you're an adult or you go somewhere, they ask you, uh, would you like a cup of tea? They ask you, milk and sugar. Do you want milk and do you want sugar too? Because people get to a certain age, they don't take sugar anymore. If we get to a certain age, they don't take milk anymore. They'll tell you they're just black. Just black. Black. There's a reason why they are saying black. There's a reason why they say black. No sugar, no milk. That's how to, to tell the brother, to tell him, out here, right out here in the courtyard. I said, look. Oh, this is that you drink full cream. The blue label. Full cream. Drinking. And then in his left hand were cookies. Yes. Sunday morning. I said, look. I said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to uh, sound this way. But look. Look at you. Look at your age. Do you want to kill yourself? And he was probably going to tell him that, oh, he drinks this every, every day. I said, I said, I know. That is what I'm talking about. I can see. Now I can see. I thought, I thought it was something in your genes or something that you've inherited from prayer. But now I can see where you are getting it from. Since he stopped drinking it, everyone, you should see him now. <laughs> yes, you should see him now. When, when you continue drinking milk of the word, milk, milky brother, milky brother, milky, milky, milk, milk, like that, milk, milk. You see, they are, they, are, they are the ones who can't take corrections. They can't even accept leadership. They can't take corrections. Can't correct them. Can't lead them. Milky boys. Milky way. <laughs> Rebuke him just and he'll leave the church. You say, I'm going. Milky boy. Because all he knows is for God so loved the world. For God so loved the world. God so, oh, it is love. <laughs> love. <laughs> love. <laughs> love. Yes. He's not read other verses. Other verses. He hasn't read other who the father loves. He doesn't know the same love. That brings correction. He hasn't read those ones. Oh, he knows for God so loved the world. I came, in, I came into the church for the world that God loves. Now they say I should do this, I should do that. I've never heard my mistakes being mentioned before. Where's the love? Why is he judging me? Why is he saying I'm drinking milk every morning? Why is he judging me? Judgment? You don't know judgment? The Holy Spirit will convict you of judgment. <laughs> Why is he judging me? Why is he condemning me? Why is he so blunt? Why is he so forward? Why is he so like this? Hey. Milky boy. Follow hard after the word. 
hard after the word. Hard after the word. You see them. Milky people. They say, hey, they, these people, they don't look for me. It's only when I miss service. Then they're all calling me. Everybody is calling me. They don't look for me when I come. Nobody talks to me. When I'm this, like that. Milky girls. Milky. After five years, after five years in the church, four years in the church, three years in the church, after two years in the church, after a whole year in the church, you are saying, you are saying that somebody should still attend to you. Milky girl, milky, 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 milky. You don't look for me. You only call me when I don't come. When we are expecting you to be helping us to call others. You are saying we don't call you when you don't come. When will you grow up? When are you going to grow up? When are you going to mature? When are you going to develop? Sit down. Oh, you, you, haven't, you haven't read about Apostle Paul. When he got saved, Acts chapter 9, immediately he got his assignment. Come on to the job. Get to the job. As soon as you give your life to Christ and you turn around like this, it's called to the job. Start working. Start working. We don't have new believers in our church anymore. We don't have new believers. As soon as you are born, you start running. We don't have new believers. They say go to new believers school that you are being babied and new believer, baby. No, 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 no. We don't have new believers in our church anymore. When you are born, you start running. As soon as you are born, the next Sunday you are a center leader. You are bringing people. Yes. Those of you who are now training Bacenta leaders, or you put them on the six month program. Do you know how many, people, how many people will go to hell within that your six-month program? No problem. <laughs> Sit down. Then, the next level of the word is meat. The meat level. Or if you like, strong meat. Strong meat. Strong meat. Because now you follow hard after strong meat. Have you seen that chewy meat? You chew and chew and chew. It's never ready to swallow. You can't swallow it. Chew, 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 chew. There are some people, if you visit them, they are from a certain country. That be, be, starts with a certain letter. Hey, and they give you meat. Pray about it. You are not going to swallow it now. It usually comes with some jollof. And they've been, they've been debating with another country which jollof is better. <laughs> no comment. Have you mentioned anybody's name? Have you mentioned anybody's name? Please. Sit down, sit down. But the meat they will put by the jollof. Hey, Pastor John, you can't swallow it, oh, you can't swallow it. Hey, 
strong meat, strong. Ah. When you start having dinner, you start chewing it at dinner. You wake up the next morning as you are going to work, you are still chewing it. You wonder, is it, is it gum or what? It's stuck in your teeth. Like, mm. Have you seen those, that meat that you finished with? You say, There's some word, some of the word, when you take it in, you can't forget it easily. It doesn't leave you easily. That is strong meat, strong, strong. It doesn't leave you. You will be chewing and chewing and chewing and chewing over it. Hey, it doesn't leave you. You say, this word, this word I had at my quiet time. This word, I, this message I listen to, I can't. Mm, mm, strong. A few days ago, I was listening to Pastor Ben Hen as he was preaching. It occurred to me that ah, I was alone, so I couldn't ask anybody that do you understand what he's saying? Because it just occurred to me because he had he had a crowd. He was preaching the whole crowd. Listen to me. I just said to myself, me and these people, nobody understands it. No, the man is super anointed. As he was sharing, sharing, then at a point, he just paused. Then he said, lay your hands on your head and pray that God will give you revelation to understand what I'm teaching. I said, uh-huh, uh-huh. So as I was standing in my room, by this time I was standing up. As I was standing, I laid my hands on my head and I prayed as a Lord revelation. Then he started again. Continued. Still. Still. By this time, by this time, this was about the third time I was watch, I was listening to that message. I still then at a point he just said, he said, Look, I know you don't understand it, but I can't help you anymore. And he continued, and he could say what he was sharing, he was enjoying it. I mean, he could understand it and he's enjoying it, and the revelation is flowing, but we didn't understand. And he said, now, it's like, it's like, because I've helped you. I've made you pray for yourself, for the Holy Spirit to help you. Now, me, he said, he, said, he, just, he just said to them, he said, I know you don't understand, but I can't help you. I'm, then he said, I'm going deeper. I'm going deeper. I'm even going to go deeper. And he went, he went deeper. But I was just starting there, I said, preach. 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 That's strong meat. You chew, it's stuck. It's stuck in different parts of your You will be licking your, your teeth, sucking your teeth. Nothing, nothing is working. Some of the word, when you hear it, it stays with you, I'm telling you. It stays, it is there. It is there, you can't, you can't just peel it off. It is there with you. You have to follow hard into that zone. You, see, you have to enter into that zone. Sometimes even the things you, you claim you have listened to and you have understood, you haven't understood. Yes, you haven't understood. You need, to, you need to zoom deeper into the word, deeper, deeper and deeper into the word. Sit down so we can get to level three. Are you understanding strong meat? Now, the third point is that following hard after the word 
is to follow the bread of life. The bread of life. These, what is the bread of life? These are messages for life. These are messages that have to do with life. What is your life? Your work. Marriage. Isn't it? Relationships. Clothes. Prosperity. Mm. Mm. John chapter 6. Verse 32. Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Moses gave you not that bread from heaven, but my Father giveth you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Then said they unto him, Lord, evermore, give us this bread. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. I am the bread of life. The bread of life is Jesus. John 8, 12. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Jesus is the light of life. He's the bread of life and the light of life. So the, the preaching gets to a point where he said, now the preaching is giving light to your life. There's, there, there, comes, there comes revelation on how to have a successful marriage. There comes revelation on how to be successful in life. There comes revelation on how to prosper. How to prosper. How to prosper. And one of the things I would like Londoners to learn and to understand, which I feel it hasn't entered into our souls, is that to prosper as a believer, to prosper as a believer, is through giving. You have to learn to be generous. You have to give. It's not by a decent job. People have, people have jobs, they're, they're, they're having prospered. People have jobs, they are not doing well. But I say, it is the light of life that shows you how to prosper. You see, don't be in the church and live like an unbeliever. And boasting, boasting some fantastic job somewhere where your salary doesn't even make ends meet. <laughs> you prosper, the light, the light of prosperity as a believer is by giving. Proverbs eleven twenty four. That's the light. It's it's in generosity. There is that scattereth and yet increaseth, and there is that withholdeth more than is meet, but it tendeth to poverty. There's someone who scatters. It's like the person is always given. It's always given. Then what's verse twenty five? The liberal soul. Give me um, 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 NLT. The generous will prosper. 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 So you see, when you, when you have, you, you can give 20 pounds 
and you tell me the Spirit of God is telling you to give 15, then I know from the verse that it's an evil spirit that spoke to you. Because the Bible rather says that the generous is like the person who gives more. The person who scatters. The person who sows sparingly shall reap sparingly. And the person who gives bountifully shall also reap bountifully. I'll give you three verses. Based on these three verses, if you can, you can actually give 20. And you give 10. And you tell me that the Spirit says you should give 10. I know you are lying. Either you are lying or you have an evil spirit that communicates to you. The light of life. The light of life. Life is prosperity, success, marriage, work, this. You see, that is, that is your life. Is that not your life? What is your life? That's your life. That's your life. The things you have, children, this, that. That is that. But so what is the light? What is the light for doing well in that aspect? You need that light. You need that light. And that light comes through the bread of life. What we are sharing is we are giving the bread of life. The bread of life, which is Jesus. And who is the same? Who is the light of life? So we share the bread. You see the bread is being shared. The bread is being shared. So anything that, anything that you need in this life, for your life, search the scriptures. Search the, search the scripture. Search for the bread of life. And, share, and as you search for the bread of life, you will discover the light of life. The light. The light. The light. The light. That's how you say that. You say that you work very hard. But you don't have much. Because you have not, you have not switched on the principle and the powers that will make you prosper. It has not been turned on. You don't have that light. The light that you have is the light of the world. The secular life. Get masters. Get a degree. Get a this. Get a good job. Apply. Put in your CV here. Get this. Get this. But a lot of those people are frustrated. A lot of those people are frustrated. A lot of those people are depressed. A lot of those people can't patch with even a penny. Because that is not how to be rich. The Bible says, labor not to be rich. And then the Bible says that the blessings of God maketh rich. The blessings. You see, that's why you shouldn't be surprised when somebody becomes rich. Because the scripture says that riches comes from blessings. The blessings of God maketh rich. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing that when God blesses you, then you become rich. The blessings of God maketh rich. As God blesses you, the blessings turn. They evolve into riches. The blessings. So if there's anything you need to do based on the light of life, is that look for blessings. When you are having a quiet time, ask yourself a question. Put your sheet of paper there, write on it. Who is blessed? Then start setting the scriptures. There are a lot of scriptures that says, blessed is this, blessed is that, blessed. It will answer your question. And then start pursuing hard. Follow hard after that thing because the scripture is saying that the blessing of the Lord maketh, it maketh rich. The blessing, it maketh rich. 
the blessing, it maketh rich. The blessing, it, it being the blessing, maketh rich. Not doing overtime. Not being promoted. Not, being, not, not having the top job. Not being promoted at work. The blessing. This is the light of life. This is the light of life. This is the light of life. The blessing. The blessing. And the generous, the generous person that shall be made rich. The generous. Not the stingy. Not the calculating. Not the holding back. The generous. Have you met a generous person before? They give as though they own the whole world. But ask yourself, how come they always have to give? Yes, there, there is he that scattereth, yet he increaseth. Yes. That's, this is the Bible. This is actually the Bible. This is what the Bible is saying. And this is what the Bible says. There is somebody. Oh, we see all over the place. Hey, you take. Hey, you have. Hey, you get. Hey, you have. You take. Hey, this, that. Yet he increaseth. Some of us, we give offerings once and that's it, that's the end. We say, oh, I'm going to give Ben MP 10 pounds every month. We give two months, say, hey, we dash. We say, hey, I'm tired. Hey, hey, somebody is giving to the end. Yet he increaseth. You have stopped after two months. Your understanding of prosperity is a little warped. That's why you will hold back. That's why you even have the boldness, you have the boldness, boldness to hold, to, to say, no, I'll stop this thing and still, and still have milk and sugar on your shopping list every month. And you don't have 10 pounds to give to the work of God. Yes. Because your understanding of the light, you don't have light for life. You don't have light for life. You have shadows. You have shadows. Light of life. There's a light for everything. You want to do well in marriage? There's light for doing well in marriage. There's a light. There's a light in the script that will tell you how to do well in marriage. There's a light in the script that will tell you how to get a beloved and how to keep a beloved. So some people don't know how to keep a beloved. They have it for a while, then they lose it. Yes. There's a way of keeping that you keep to the finishing line. He will bow me his marriage. He will never change his mind. Why should he change his mind about you? If you have the light of life, he will never change his mind. Even if it takes five years, he will marry you, Bahamas. He, he will never change. He will see you without makeup. He will still marry you. He even see you without your hair. He will still say, I like. When he sees you without your hair. He will just say, hey. Then he will say, you look beautiful. <laughs> Mind you, the Bible says that beauty is vain. It's useless. Vain means useless. It's one, of the, one of the useless things in life is beauty. That's why it's for sale. Yes. Anybody can buy it. Anybody can buy it. Anybody at all can buy it. 
Real things you can't just buy. And real things, not everybody wants it. Everybody can buy beauty. Some of the girls, when you see them, they, it looks like somebody held the back of their neck and dipped it into the powder and lifted it up. Anybody can get, anybody can get it. Anybody at all. Oh. Hmm. Exodus 38. You see, you haven't followed hard after the bread of life to find out your situation. What is the Bible saying about it? Because the Bible is saying something. The Bible is saying something. That's the Bible says, wisdom crieth on the streets. She's crying. She cries. She screams on the streets. But we don't pay attention for it. We don't look for it. We don't, we don't, we don't search for it. We don't follow hard, hard. You say you want to do well in life, follow hard about biblical principles for doing well. You will find it. Look, suddenly you see yourself doing well. Yeah. I'm following this um, secular methods. We've all been to school. We've all applied to jobs, for jobs. I'm yet to meet the first rich person who lives off a salary. I'm here to meet that person. That the name is rich. This person is rich. And he's rich because of a salary, a paycheck. I'm here to meet that person. Yeah. Exodus 38. Verse 8. And he made the laver of brass and the foot of it of brass. Of the looking glass, of the looking glasses of the women assembling, which assembled at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. In other words, at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, as you're entering the tabernacle, one of the first things you see is the laver, that's, um, that thing there is for washing. And then you say, you will see the looking glass. Witches, witches. I'm, I'm explaining to you another level of the word. That is like the looking glass. It's, it's a level of the last level. A level of the bread of life. You have the looking glass level. Where the word is like a mirror. When you look in a mirror, what do you see? Who do you see? Do you see any other thing? Do you see another person? You just see you. So you see, when you are at the level of, you only see yourself, you are the looking glass level. Just at the door of the tabernacle. You are not deep. The, the, the tabernacle has three parts. There's the, it's, it's called the holiest. Deep in there, at the door, you only see yourself. You only see yourself. When all your life, all your life, all your Christianity is about you, yourself, and yourself. Then you are at the door. Yeah. It's called mirror level. Looking glass level. I see myself, I look at myself level. That's all. 
That's why you're not a Bacenta leader. That's why you're not a shepherd. That's why you're not a pastor. That's why you've not planted a church. You don't care about anybody, just yourself. You don't care about dying souls. It's just you. It's just you. My car, my health, my child, my marriage, my money. You, 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 has made you, you. Yeah. Everything is just you. As though those who moved on to search for other souls, as though they don't have a life. Yeah, as though they don't have a life. As though they don't have children. So that you hear people talking about their children, as though you, you gave birth to goats. Anyway, goat means greatest of all time. James chapter 1, verse 22. James 1, 22. But be you doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any man be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. So that's, 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 I'm still talking about that level. But you only see yourself. When you look, just yourself. Any message that is preached is you. Any message that is preached is you. It has to be you. It has to be you and your life. It's about you. It's about you. It's about something. You, 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 you. When you have your quiet time, you. Never had a quiet time and you've been inspired to become a missionary. But let me go out there. Because there are others. There are others. In the same, in our, in our church, there's a book called Others. Others, there are others. But we don't care about others. There are others who didn't come to church on Sunday because you didn't go for them. You're only coming to meet your beloved and to check on people and to check on things. Others, they can, they can to hell. To hell, others to hell. Others to hell. Others to hell. It's just, you just see, when you hear church, Bible, word of God, ministry, it's about you. Because you are the looking glass level. All you see is your, all you see is your face. Every time adjusting your face and adjusting yourself, that's all that you see. You're not ready with one eye to fight for other souls or one arm to fight for other souls or one leg to fight for others, to take others to heaven with you. Is it going to pass your bedtime? But you're sleeping, you know that. I'm saying to you that there's a deeper place. Can we go deeper? Should we go deeper? But you're falling asleep.
Are you sure we shouldn't continue next week? Okay. The next level that we are talking about of this type of the word of God is the shoe bread. The shoe bread. Matthew 12. Yeah, we've got to go deeper. Follow hard after the word. How many of you are discouraged that you've been playing in shallow waters? Monday morning podcast. It's like listening to the news. Yeah. So that I can say that I've, I've heard it. And then you drop a couple of lines of what you heard. Yeah. Looking glass. Yeah. Looking glass. Like, this is me. Yeah. This is me. Yeah. Matthew 12. Are we there? Verse 3. But he said unto them, Have you not read what David did when he was unhungered? That they that were with him, how he entered into the house of God and did eat the shewbread, which was not lawful for him to eat, neither for them which were with him, but only for the priests. Shewbread. It's for the priests. It's food that priests eat. Yes. 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 There are shoe bread messages. You find them in the Makane. Anybody who is not a lover of Makane is at the door of the tabernacle. Yeah. Because in the Makane, that's why you see shoe breadness. That's why you see people who are developing themselves to become ministers. Yeah. You see, these days, even in our church, even in our church, I can see different types of pastors. I can see shoe bread pastors and Milky Way pastors. Yeah. Because you see, in this church, we are blessed. Everything has been cooked for us. So I have seen people who come with a book and they read a note on their feet. They read the point. They are different from people who are preaching messages that are not in a book, but it's on audio. Because yes. to listen and to understand and to catch the spirit of it is hard following. It's different from coming with a book and reading the points. That's Milky Pastor. Yes. Yes. It's very easy to read. It's very, very easy to read the book. Point number one, then hey, number two, yay. I'm not saying you should stop, uh, you should stop preaching from a book. You can preach from a book, but I'm just showing you a difference. I'm just showing you. I also preach from books. I also preach from, but watch me carefully. You will see, you will see that you see that I can also comfortably preach from a message I've listened to. And I can preach Makanem messages to you on Tuesday nights. As though I'm in a camp. That was the last week we said that the, the, spirit, the spirit of the uh, heart follower. He does what he sees his father doing. He sees. He sees. He can see. 
Because sometimes you are watching, but you can't see. You are looking, but you can't, you can't see what you are looking at. Something is, is, is being shown to you. Something is in front of you. You can't interpret it correctly. You are looking at the thing, but you can't see. Like, what, what am I looking at? What is being shown to me? What does it mean? What exactly is it? Look, I have to end. Yes. So, they're, they're, listen, there are showbread messages. You see it in the Macanae. And then you see the milky way or the, let me call it, no, if you, let me call it bread of life. The life, the life messages. The life messages about you. The looking glass messages. You see it in Poimano. Sunday morning. Sunday morning preaching. That's there are some songs. This Marcella starts singing just now. You stand up and start dancing. They are bread of life songs. Kobe G. It's the breakup of my relationship. Oh, my beloved. You see all those. Oh, see, there are songs. All those. And then the other songs. You, start, you, see, you just sit there. You just sit there. Lem. It's like something has over. It's like you don't even know how to move. You are not even sure. Like, like oh, the first song. Yes. I saw some people chatting. And I said to myself, yeah, there we go. There they go. They just started chatting. Yeah, they can't say, like, we can't relate. With, we can't relate with this kind of food. And this kind of song. We can't relate because it, you need to listen. You need to hear and listen and allow the word to speak to you. But they can't. It's not one of those that you start moving. Yeah, virtuous woman. Virtuous woman. It's, it's, not, it's not a virtuous woman kind of song. Yeah. It's a shoe bread song. It's shoe bread. It's coming with weight. Coming with points. I was watching. I looked to my left. I looked and I said, yeah, there they are. I've seen them. It's like, I don't, it's like a, it's as though she's singing in tongues. It's like, be there, edify yourself. There are levels in everything. There are levels. There are levels. Especially songs. If you can relate with songs. There are levels in songs. This is some songs you see. If you're a certain type of person, you, would, you wouldn't like those songs. You won't like it. You won't like it. Because you can't dance. You can't easily enjoy it. And there are some, some songs that are senseless. It only goes with dancing. Senseless. Yeah. Senseless. You, only, you, you just need it when you have a party. Senseless songs, senseless songs. You can't do anything with it. I heard Pastor Benny preaching once. He said, he said, never play Tariq Makamon when you are driving. He said, never. Do you know Tariq Makamon? He said, never play his songs when you are driving. And I was wondering why. He said, because you've closed your eyes and you're lifting up your hands. <laughs> yes. You can play any shaku song when you're driving. You just need to one hand. And just like, I mean, you're very, very, it doesn't keep you more awake to drive. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything for you. That's why a lot of people don't like Andre songs. Andre Crouch. A lot of people don't like his songs. They don't listen to his songs. They don't play his songs. They play other things. Because he's shoe bread. He, he's, he's like a pastor. You see, when pastors write songs, 
It's different. It's different from when talented singers write songs. When a pastor writes a song, ooh, but then you finish listening to the song, you're crying. You're crying. Because the song will speak to you. You think I don't watch when people are singing? I watch all the time. I watch those who chat. All, I see them all the time. All the time. I say, oh, yeah, look at them. Look at them. If it was another song, they would have stood up by now. Moving. Yes. Yeah. See them. Because they've seen Looking Glass. It's like, yes, I can see myself in this song. It's me. It's me. It's a breakup of my relationship. Peter Lover. It's going to be a good life. Yeah. You see them. You, you, see, you see them in me. You see them. You see, they are looking glass songs. It's not sin. It's not bad. It is, it is at the door. It's at the door. You are not deep. And then there are shrewd bread songs like this evening. Yeah. You see shrewd bread songs like, no, no. We are not into this type of songs. It's too, you are getting too serious. We just came to church. Yes, you are getting too serious. It's a Tuesday night. And there's a market. You see, you don't listen to Macanem. I listen to Macanem more than I listen to podcasts. In case you care to know, I don't know why I'm even telling you. I'm more of a Macanem man than a Sunday morning man. Sunday morning. Sunday morning is like dessert to me. I mean, nice message, nice preaching, good preaching, powerful preaching. But I'm a Macanem person. I'm very much into Makane till today. Makane. You know Makane. 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 You should see me on the train this, this uh, afternoon when I was coming to church. I was into the Makane. When I got off the train, I was walking to church. Loud. It was in my pocket. I said, I don't want my, my, my earphones. The battery ran out. So I took it out like this. And I put it on speaker. If you walk past, people are walking. They're wondering, who is this? <laughs> Makane, Makane. If like ask me, it's Makane. It's Makane you can hear from my pocket. Something was shouting from my pocket. When they walk past me, they look at me and say, it's Makane. Makane, Makane, Makane. Makane. That's all you can hear. That's what you are hearing. That's what you are hearing. I'm swimming in the Makane. I'm swimming in it. I'm flowing in it. I'm flowing in it. Show bread. It shows who you are. It shows what you are. It shows what you are. You listen to all out. Hey. So how can I say thanks? Yeah. Yeah. You're going, you're going, you are going deeper, deeper. So those are deeper messages. Deeper messages. It's different from 25 faith facts or levels of faith. Which is a different message. It's a good message, but it's a different message. One is propelling you into ministry. One is propelling you to love souls, to go for souls, to go into church work deeper. One is moving you into deeper work for God. The other one is encouraging you that it shall be okay. It's going to be a good life. It's going to be a great life. 
you'll be fine. As soon as you see, you see the products that we have, either we have no products, it's a, it's, a, it's a message that we are preaching. It's a message that we are preaching. That's why there's, that's why there's no, I mean, you see someone has pastored 17 years, not even one pastor has come out of it, not even one. Not even one like that. Being a pastor, good pastor, nice pastor. Ask yourself, what has he been sharing in that church? What has he been telling the congregation? Bread of life. Milky Way. Easy members, they are there, easy members. Easy members. I can give you more examples, but it's okay. And then, finally, finally for today. Finally for today. That's the last stage for this level. It's the, this is the deepest part. This is where you find the ark of testimony. Now, this is where God gives you a word for others. It is not for yourself. It's not for yourself, not for your personal consumption. The message you are receiving is for others. It's for you. It's for others. It's for you to give to other people. That's the deepest, deeper, deep in there. In there, you see the ark of testimony. What you take out of that, you take it and you share it to others. You say, God has spoken to you. God gave you a word. God has given you a word for the people. Because he gives his word to the priests to go and share. When the priest comes, he must have something to share. Something to go and share and give to the people. You come from the presence of God with a message. The message. That's why you hear a song, I got a message from the Lord. Yeah. Then we start chatting. If it's from the Lord, we will start chatting. Yeah. If it's Kobe G, yes. We know one. We know some Kobe's. You've experienced some few Kobe's. Yes. You can relate with the Kobe's of, you know, this life. But when you hear, I've got a message from the Lord. Jesus sent me to you. It's like, oh, no. It's like, no. It's okay. It's okay. Then you remember the person sitting next to you or behind you that, oh, you are supposed to have brought me some pig feet. Did you get the pig feet for me? <laughs> Look, one day I went to church, a certain church. I visited a certain church. A certain church. Not the church that I was preaching that day. No, I, I actually preached that day. But it was a certain church. Then, whoever was moderating the service or whatever said, Oh, turn to your neighbor, greet, whatever, great, great, great. So I was standing here. So I turned around to greet the person behind me. There was a lady behind me, and behind there was another lady. By the time I turned to say hello to her, she had turned already to the person behind her. Then I heard this expression, Minya <laughs> Adua what, what is What is Nya Adua? Garden next. So she's asking, where are my garden eggs? Sunday morning, Sunday morning, Sunday morning in Europe, Western Europe. 
I was here. She was here. Her friend was here. She just turned like this. Sunday morning. Where are my garden eggs? Where are my garden eggs? It's been about 20 years now. I can't forget them. Anytime I go to that country and I see, I see the lady, I just say, hey, that's Minyadwa. Because she's still in the church, solid. Where, 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 where are my garden eggs? Where are my garden eggs? Where am I? Sunday morning. In church. There's a deep place where God speaks to you for his people. By the time you come out, you have a message. You have a message. A minister must have a message all the time. A minister must have a message all the time. Christians must have messages. Yes. When you interact with your friends and never get a chance to share a verse or a passage, then your friend is empty. Or both of you are in a state you can be no verse no verse, no revelation nothing to share I mean nothing to share you don't have anything to share you're at a very low low, low, very low very low people that when you start sharing with them they'll say you are spiritual then you're in the wrong company yeah Anybody who calls you spiritual should not be your friend. Yes. 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 As long as you feel odd in the company of someone because of Bible verses, messages, revelation, something you are sharing, then you're in the wrong company. Yeah. Or as soon as you are with people that you can't share, you can't say what is really on your mind. What is really on your mind? Because when I'm with people, the main thing on my mind is church work. It's the main thing. And church work is about people. This person this, this person that, this, this, this. Let's do this. You know this. Can we do this? Have we done this? You know the Bible says this. That's what is on my mind. That's what is on my mind. It's on my mind more than anything else. More than anything else. So as soon as I can't say what is on my mind, I start feeling sleepy. Yes, I start feeling sleepy and I feel tired. I feel tired. Today, this person's company is very tiring. It's so tiring to be with this person because I can't say what is on my mind. I can't talk about what I enjoy talking about. And at this age, I should be able to choose who should be around me to talk about what I want to talk about. At this age, I'm not looking for friends. 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not begging it. Will you be my, will you be my friend? Can you be, no, no, no. At this age. No. Stand to your feet.
Father, thank you for your blessing tonight. Thank you for your message to us. Thank you for your great blessing to us, Lord. Thank you for kindness and your mercy, Lord. Thank you, Father. We are grateful for your word. We are grateful for your instructions. And we are grateful for direction, Lord. May there be a hunger. May there be a thirst to go deeper. To go deeper into your word, Lord. To follow hard after your word. Hard after your word. Let our desires be increased to know you more. To learn more of you. To learn more from you, Lord, through your word and by your word. Thank you, Lord, for your greatness and for your help. In the name of Jesus. Whilst we're still praying, if you're here, you don't know Jesus as your Savior. Someone invited you to church. You've been going to church, but deep in your heart, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You don't have any relationship with Jesus. And tonight you want to say, that, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to invite Jesus into my life. I want Jesus to be the Lord of my life. I've fallen away from God. I want to come back to God. Pastor, please pray with me. While every eye is closed, every head is bowed. If you are here like that, you say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. Kindly lift up your right hand, wherever you are, and I'll pray with you. Very quickly. Very quickly. Just your right hand, and I'll pray with you. I need Jesus in my life. I want to give my life to Jesus. Just your right hand, and I'll pray with you. Pastor, please pray with me. I need Jesus. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to go to hell. If you don't give your life to Jesus, it means you are going to hell. I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven. I want Jesus to be the Lord of my life. I want to have a relationship with God. If you are here like that, you are not sure. You are not sure of your salvation. You are not sure whether you are saved or not. You are not sure whether when you die, you go to heaven or hell. If you are not sure, then God is calling you. God's love is reaching out to you. Just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Wherever you are. Pastor, I'm not sure. I thought I was sure, but I realized I'm not sure. I want to give my life to Jesus. Just your right hand, wherever you are. And I'll pray with you. Very quickly. I'm close enough. I'm close enough. Just your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. If I have your hand lifted up, just come to me very quickly. Come. Come, let me pray with you. Come. Speedy, speedy, speedy. Speedy, 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 speedy. You lifted up your hand. Come. Come. Speedy, speedy, speedy. Speedy. Close your eyes. Say this prayer with me. Church, help us as we say this prayer. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. I am a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe in Jesus. And I believe Jesus died for my sins and rose up on the third day. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. Say thank you, Father, for accepting me today and making me a child of yours. Please write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name.
Father, let her be blessed. Let her be planted in your house. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Give her the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Clap for her. Take your seats. God bless you. Thank you. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and on Instagram. Have a blessed week. It's risen upon you. Behold the darkness shall cover the earth And cross darkness cover the peace